I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon Boys. It's me, it's David Baddiel with Tim Hinks. Hello, David. We haven't got a big, fancy guest this week, have we? No, we haven't. It's just us. It's just but us. In, I love back having, in the shed. Back in the shed. Um, I loved having Ricky on. I always like having a guest on, but it's nice if it's just you and I, and obviously Bella, the producer, sitting here. Yeah, where it feels like home. No, I, I mean, I think purists who listen mm. to this, they like the big guests. Mm. It's a little bit of a treat, but mm. at heart, they think I wish it was mm. just David and Tim. I think it's like reality shows. Like they like the celebrity versions, but what you really want is the original, yeah, know, the best, and that's yeah. what we are. Aren't exactly. We? We're the yeah. default. Yeah. We're the er version of this. Mm. By er, I mean you are, as mm. in like the original. I don't know what do you mean. Well, uh, I think when I was at college, that's what you described as like there'd be Hamlet, right? And then there's right. an er version of Hamlet, which is the original source text oh. of Hamlet. I've so, never er as in e, Hamlet. You are, I think. You okay. are hyphen. Okay. Yeah. We're the er okay. stalking yeah. time for the movie, yeah. which just sounds like I don't know what it's called. No, no exactly. <laughs> just as you're stuttering a bit and yeah. thinking. But it's nice to be back together. And, um, I did ask you in the week, actually. I texted you, and I can't remember if we talked about this, because I referred to I referred to us as the Moon Boys. And yeah. I, maybe we've talked about this before. Oh, we but have. Do we think we're the Moon? We don't think we, we have are. talked about this, Tim. Yeah. What do we say? What, do we <laughs> what have we said is that we're the Moon Boys. Right. Well, what I said is, yeah, I think you're, you've got a different opinion. Uh, we're the Moon Boys, and I said we're stalking David Bowie's legacy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Right. Right. Stalking his legacy. I don't think legacy would spot well, us. Well, stalking, stalking him is one thing. We're, we're stalking stuff about right. David Bowie. Right. Trivia. Right. Yeah. Little bits of yeah. uh, old recordings. Yeah. Photographs of him drinking tea. Yeah. You know, that's like actually actually is kind of like what a stalker yeah. might do if you're obsessed with the minutiae of I someone. I suppose what I feel is, and I'm not talking about the whole talking time, stalking time debate, no, which no, still rages ha- out in Britain. We've, we've had I that. know people are still talking about I that know, all, all over, over the country. Yeah, who knows? But I'm more saying, for the record, I am uncomfortable referring myself as a moon boy. If someone said, oh, Why? you're one of them, because it just feels an odd thing to say about yourself. <laughs> okay, well, I tell you, the, the thing it actually brings to my mind mm. is moon boots, which I don't yeah. think David had in his mind when he came up with the lyric, but... When I've gone skiing, I don't go yeah. skiing anymore. Yeah. Um, I was always very shit at skiing. Right, right. Uh, but I have gone skiing, and then I used to wear, not for actual skiing, but for, like, tramping mm. across the snow, mm. moon boots. Mm. They shouldn't really have been called moon boots, because they should be called snow boots. But I think they what, were called... You know those big... I know, totally what you mean. Soft... But were they called moon boots because they look like the boots that astronauts wear? I think they must have yeah, been. Yeah, because they yeah. don't have any... I mean, no stalking other... time for the moon boots <laughs> would have been a shit lyric. It's Although, a you know... very specialist footwear podcast. <laughs> yeah. but, and the, yeah. po- that's the joy of podcasts, right? Probably yeah. you would get there some probably is one somewhere. Listening to that. But, yeah. Um, so I've come from my dentist. 
Um, oh, just now? Just now, okay. yeah, yeah. I normally come from home, but my dentist is right. in Notting Hill. And my right. dentist is a comedian. Oh, I don't wow. know if you, it's a not very well-known thing about the comedy world, mm. is that practically every comedian in Britain, certainly mm. every comedian who lives in London, mm. uh, which, to be honest with you, is a lot of comedians, mm. um, sorry, being London-centric for a minute there, mm, okay. uh, goes to a guy called Simon Godley. Okay. Uh, and Simon Godley uh, used to be in a double act called The Nice People. He's still occasionally, okay. definitely does comedy. He's a very, very mm. funny bloke, very sweet bloke, but he's also a dentist. And so as, I'm, as far as I'm aware, he is Eddie Izzard's dentist. Wow. He's Frank Skinner's dentist, which frankly doesn't suggest much for his <laughs> dental skills. Um, he is Jack D's dentist. And recent, just I was just there now. And this is someone you won't know, and neither will any of our right. listeners, but he, he used to be Lilo Ross's dentist. And Lilo Ross was a very large female comedian who I remember from the 1980s. Okay. Uh, she, she had Can one... I just say, while you're doing this, yeah. and I failed, I'm scanning my mind yeah. for a dental-based pun for a comedian's name, and I literally have been scanning it. I can't think of a single one. What, you mean a just comedian like, with... I was going to say... Jack does, Teeth. Right, does That's Jack... That's terrible. Right, but say, say Jack Teeth was a good pun on Jack... I was going to yeah. say, does Jack Teeth go to... Right. But I can't but think of a single... it isn't. It's not. Um, no, it's but brilliant. anyway, Simon, you're saying about Lilo Ross, and Lilo Ross's great joke... Not quite as good as that, but I think it is a great joke. Uh, she was a big woman, and she used to talk about how that's really the only thing anyone notices about me, right, is right. how big I am. She right. said, if there, if, if there was an atom bomb, she actually said atom bomb, which dates it. That does date it. An atom bomb hovering over London, hmm. and I was the person who flew up in a jet and dismantled it. <laughs> the headline next day would be, she's fat. <laughs> Which is a very funny joke, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. but then, she, what the reason I'm bringing this up is that apparently Lilo didn't go well for her in comedy, despite that great joke. And he told me, which I didn't know, is that she became a psychic um, okay. afterwards, a professional wow. uh, clairvoyant. She didn't see that coming. afterwards. Uh, well, apparently not. Well, he mm. didn't see it coming. He's right. not a professional clairvoyant. Mm. And then he told me this really brilliant story about how he used to continue to do her teeth, and he had told her that he had bought a flat in Cricklewood from a bloke who died, and the family had just let him keep the stuff. Right. that was left in the right. flat because they didn't want any of it. Right. And then the next time she came, she said, did you, I got a signal from the other side. Uh, it's a man. I think he sold you his flat. And he went, yeah, I told you that. I went, yes, but I'm getting a signal from him. And you know what? I think he wants to give me some of his furniture. <laughs> <laughs> and she ended up coming wow. round to his flat, and every room she went into, she said, "Yes, yes, yes. I think this is it. I think this is that the is piece I was after." Yeah, and that I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. It's a brilliant idea. That's incredible. Yeah, uh, and uh, I, I, I sort of, I'm trying to get it round to Bowie. And the only way I can get it round to Bowie really isn't a single comedian you can turn into a tooth pun. I've li- I think I've exhausted them. In there my must mind. be one. Just to see if you get because it's just really annoying. I mean, me. uh, is there, you uh, have to. Well, okay, so if you're looking, I've for got a Jimmy pun, Tarbuck teeth. That's terrible. Which, uh, no, it's awful. But I'm not offering it up as a good one. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying that's no, you're right. How there is that. I that. I've gone. Uh, I felt for a minute Jimmy Carr would lend it. Some well, no, he's, I thought, just got, he's just got very very bright teeth. No, but I thought somehow Carr. I mean, I've convinced myself there was some dental. Yeah, you, on I tell you what you could do is go away from teeth. Think filling. Yeah, okay. Well, I tried that. Root canal. I try, think, I've got, honestly, I went through that. Dentist thing. Plaque? Oh, plaque sounds promising. Plaque is there. I mean, I'm not, I haven't got one. There must be a, a comedian who's named D. Sam, black, black, black D. Black D. Yeah. Black, Black D. Well, I was thinking Black, Jack Plaque. Right. Jack Plaque. <laughs> We've done it. Can we leave it now? That does yeah. help me. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. going to go and see oh, High yeah. Fidelity with Jack Plaque. <laughs> Good. Anyway, uh, to get it round to Bowie. And I genuinely thought this. It wasn't just crowbarring. I thought it'd be quite a good thing. Mm. I think maybe next year we should get a psychic on to see if they can contact David Bowie. That would be amazing. And tell us what Bowie's doing and maybe what Bowie thinks of the podcast. 
because there's that, no question that, that David is listening. I mean, he was very no, no, he was very yeah, up yeah. to speed, yeah. wasn't he, with almost everything that went yeah, on. Yeah, he was a big. He on was the very inter- very yeah. internet yeah. aware, and so I think yeah. he's if he is in if he's well not if uh, we mm. know he's there mm. in the afterlife. Mm. We know he's probably in a band mm. with George Michael and. Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I can't remember how we the other guys. That, yeah, although yeah. actually, I still think he might keep himself away from them. Also, he's probably got bored of them now because he used to change bands a lot. Oh, yeah, I, so. you know what? Even though he did collaborate quite a lot, David, mm. one always had a sense of like, mm. well, I'm only doing this because it's not going very well yeah. for me in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, so no, I have exactly. to do a single with, with yeah. Mick Jagger. Yeah. Um, so I, I yeah. think I think he's up there, probably yeah. keeping himself to himself. Yeah. But he's still definitely listening to the podcast. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, if anyone's out there and is a psychic, yeah, it'd be good actually. You yeah. know, or knows a psychic, do get in touch because I think it'd be fun. Presumably, they and, would have cleared their diary already. Yeah, no, they know um, it's happening. The next podcast, yeah, yeah, so <laughs> just, just uh, we can get uh, we can get on and talk about Bowie. So that's uh, that's where I've been anyway. I don't mm. know if you know my teeth look quite white. Uh, I, don't know if you I do notice. know they look white. Yeah, yeah like they're whiter than normal. Oh, I see uh, they're whiter now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us yeah. a smile, Elizabeth. Because often they often my lower okay. teeth are a little oh, bit they are grey. White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I I know I should sort out because like I'm right. on telly sometimes and right. But, and people like Jimmy Carr, as we've mentioned, yeah, have very white, have yeah. like got teeth so white it's yes. almost impossible to look at without sunglasses. Yes. Mm. Um, but I don't normally mm. bother with that. But I am singing on. Uh, and by the time you listen to this, this will have happened on Sports Personality of the Year. That's amazing, isn't it? Uh, I'm singing Three Lions on Sports Personality of the Year. Funnily enough, it's Three Lions. No one's asked me to sing Life on Mars. Well, it's weird, but Weirdly. It, normally you should say, I'll just do a quick, another song, right? I'll do, I'll do that, but I'll yeah. do, you didn't try that. Yeah, I'll do that, but I'll do... I'll just an, do two songs I'll, this time. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I should have said, shouldn't I? I said, yeah. I'll do it. I don't want to do If loads. I could do this song I don't want to do I, wrote, I just want to do two. I wrote for myself. Yeah. <laughs> no one's heard. <laughs> or, or if I can cover, that's what I should yeah. have said. I'll cover Lady Stardust. Uh, How... On Sports Personality of the Year. What do you think they would say? No. I think the person. Well, I think they would say no. no, no we don't no, want you on. But I think they'd check. I think the researcher would say, "I just, yeah, I just need to check that." Yeah. And then there'd be a meeting going like, "Oh god, we definitely want him to do the three lines." So just yeah. don't. It's let not called him the down. three lines. Was it called? It's not called the three lines. Well, I suppose the That's three lines like song. Like grandpa, I yeah. can you do <laughs> the three lines? <laughs> you know, the three lines. <laughs> It, we want don't him to do, do three, the two of them. It'll be we want him to do three lines, so don't yeah. like let him down. Like do it gently, but we can't possibly having Lady Stardust. Yeah, because apart from anything, it's sports sports personality of the year. It's not even a sports <laughs> song. <laughs> be strange. You know? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that would be weird. I mean, yeah. there aren't that that many other sports. Yeah. I'm not going to cover the New Order song because no, that, that's a kind no. of rival song. No, of course it is. Yeah. So I suppose I could I could do one not about football, but there aren't yeah. that many songs about yeah. any other sports, are there? You could just say what other songs are there about other sports. About sports. Are there any songs about tennis? Oh uh, yeah, John McEnroe did one. Chalk Dust, it was called. That's right. Wow. Chalk Dust, here we go. Uh, let's hear a bit of it. Oh, hang on. Is it, is it on top of the pops? Out. What? Out. What? The ball was out. You've got to be kidding. The ball's in. Everyone can see that the ball's in. The single, Chalk Dust, is by The Brat. Not I, by John McEnroe, so maybe it's someone just doing an impression of him. That doesn't sound like him. No, but it, it, perhaps it's not him. Uh, the Brat, Chalk Dust, maybe. Do you think that would have a Wikipedia is entry? It, that, that itself would have a Wikipedia Yeah, no, it's by Roger Kitter. Okay. Not Federer. <laughs> no, it's by Roger Kitter, who's an English actor best known for playing John McEnroe. Wow. And here he is. That is here he actually that's... is on Top of the Pops. Who, John? No, it's not John it's someone much, much stouter than John. Right. Uh, I, in, certainly in 1982. Uh, and he doesn't look anything like him, but he's got a headband on and curly hair 
and a sort of tennis jumper, and yeah, he's playing tennis. Shit, I don't believe this, man. You can't be serious. That ball was in by about a mile. You people here are goddamn senile. See what it is? Yeah, it's a very not... early rap song. Yeah, it might be yeah. the earliest white what... rap song ever. Does it say what date it is? 1982. It is. Oh god, it's 82. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what it is. Oh, that's interesting. It's that kind sense, of the same it? time yeah, as Grandmaster yeah. Flash. Exactly. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's well, got that. Yeah. It's got that beat that early rap yeah. had. You know, like yeah. my children sometimes find it hilarious yeah. to go with a hip hop, yeah. a hippity exactly. hop one, two. Like, yeah. like that incredibly it's also shit. Blondie, Blondie, Blondie or is credited on um, what, Tom. No, what was it? What's the song? Dreaming is it? Or, Where she raps? Yeah, uh, is it dreaming or French kissing uh, in the USA? No, it's not that. It's before all that. It's okay. it's like it's, it's yes, atomic, I know what you mean. Is it, is I can't remember. I don't know. This is this is us being a bit but ancient. We can't remember that this. rap. Or so maybe this predates it. Maybe. Uh, well, me... I'm going to have to find out. Okay, Blondie Rap. Well, I think that's a now that Now that we're talking this, I suppose we need to find that. Rapture. Rapture. No, that's January 1981. Okay, so but it's Rapture. So, no, so it's it was earlier... Rapture and then Chalk Dust yeah, by the Brat. By our extensive scouring of rap history <laughs> tells us that's the order it came in. Yeah. There were no others in between. Yeah. So wow. it actually says here on Ars Technica Open Forum, the first rapper is Blondie. It would have been yeah. marvellous if we could yeah. have said, no, it isn't. It's John Kitter yeah. as the brat. Yeah, yeah. But actually, it, it is later than that. Um, going back to what we're talking yes. about, I don't, I think, don't think it would work if I said to the sports personality producers, I want to do three lines and then chalk dust yeah. by the brat. No, and, and then they're saying, you can't do that. And I say, well, it's a sports song. What's your problem? They might say, and also they might say, that's one of the earliest rap crossovers, actually. So <laughs> yeah. there's an argument. So brilliant. Let me talk to the producer. Because yeah. actually what they're doing, yeah. uh, and you will have seen this, so I'm not giving anything away by the time right. this goes out, is they're doing a very diverse version of Three Lions. So what it is, is okay. using lots of the memes and versions of it okay. that were yeah. around during the summer, uh, and a choir, a gospel yeah. choir, yeah. Uh, me and Frank and Ian and the Lightning Seeds yeah. are going to be playing in front of this huge gospel choir. Amazing. And it's going to include tablers and steel drums and all the rest of wow. it. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be a great big that's multicultural be... version of Three yeah, Lines, which is very good. Um, but surely yeah. some rapping would help as well. Uh, what I was going to say was, is, of course, Chalk Dust is a novelty song. Right. And the charts used to regularly have novelty right. songs in them. Mm. And actually that thing of like John McEnroe, mm. he would have been like a thing. Like people were totally mm. talking about him and his yeah. outbursts in yeah. 1982. Everyone yeah. was like, you know, couldn't get enough of that being a yes. thing in 1982. And so what's happened to that? So I suppose, well, you know more about this, but I suppose the internet is now full of really silly things, right? Where you put a track over a silly picture or you or someone does some mad sort of song and it goes, it memes all around the world. That's where they are now, isn't it? That's but, happening. But, but if you mean that Gangnam Style has replaced that, Gangnam well, Style isn't exactly a novelty song. No, like, I, I like didn't mean... Chalk Dust is. I more meant that that people are now doing parodies of things all the time, mashing things yes. up on the internet. And that's, maybe that's the outlet. Funnily enough, in terms of what you just said about Chalk Dust and Cocaine, I tweeted the other day um, this, but I did really feel it at the time. I was going into a meeting, and I take quite a lot. Well, this is I'm, I'm, sorry. No, let, let me. Well, no, no, I don't want to tell you because it ruins the punchline. Which is that uh, I I had all this white sort of dust I noticed okay. on my trousers right. before I went into this meeting. And I thought, oh my god, they might think I've been taking coke right. and, and, and really so, badly. So fucked by taking coke that I just let it go on my trousers. <laughs> but what I uh, then I realised, well, no, I'm I'm 54. They'll probably know what it is, Rennie. That's it's ready, right? Because if you bite into a ready without sort of thinking about it, it's very crumbly. Right, right. And, I, and basically, I do have quite a lot of digestive issues. Um, Hang on. 
why, and I had taken a rennie and right. it sort of like some why, of the dust had gone into why my you bite I was wearing cords. Why don't you just put it in your mouth? Well, what had actually happened was actually, now I think about it, it wasn't the biting, now I remember it. Right. What I tend to do is I tend to have rennies about me and I think what happened was I'd got it out of my pocket in the right. in the packet and I'd been trying to get one okay. out of the plastic and, bin and, <laughs> and it had crumbled as I was doing that and had gone all over my okay. corduroy trousers. Right. right. Oh, it was only as I went into the meeting that I mm. thought, oh no, my stuck corduroy trousers are stuck in the grooves, I've got white dust. They'll think it's Coke. No, they won't. They'll know it's Rennie. I'm 54. I'm Jewish. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll guess. Yeah. Right, yeah. But, uh, but did you start explaining it? And they might think, no, well, maybe just, it was I did, Coke. I did what I always do now, which is tweet about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. that, I thought, it actually did quite well. Yeah. Not only that, it was repeated in the Times. This happens to me quite a lot. It was like... The a, tweet like, gets in, repeated. Yeah, 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 in a diary where they yeah. put funny things, whatever. They, they just, just completely did the tweet. But, I mean, by the way, that is a constant thing now, right? News stories and so on. They'll yeah. sort of say Putin says he's Ukraine is such a thing. No, that's that's from a tweet he's yeah. done. It doesn't mean he doesn't think it. But, yeah. like, that's a very different sort of journalism, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a kind of weird thing where, you know, you get sort of... I mean, I think my tweet that I did that went very viral where I said... What I said was, was it was when Dominic Raab resigned. Raab? 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 Um, well, I don't know how to pronounce it because there's so many A's in it. It's Raab, isn't it? Is it Raab? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's Raab, yeah. Raab. When Dominic Raab resigned, and he was like the fourth Brexit secretary or whatever to resign, I said, I should be Brexit secretary because then when I resign, Theresa May can finally truthfully say that no deal is better than We haven't talked about that. That was huge. You ruined it. Oh, sorry, I talked about it. Sorry, it's just because I can't believe you talked over it. Because it's very famous. It is famous, yeah. No deal is better than Benedict. No, well, I think it's quite funny that you talked over it. Say it again. She can finally say that no deal is better than Badil. Right. And there's an interesting question about that, me doing it on this podcast, which is, is it still funny said or is it only funny written down? Because you say no deal is better than Badil. Yeah, but isn't there a way of saying it that goes, no deal is better than a bad deal? Well, yes. Bad you deal. have to pronounce my name wrong for the joke yeah, to really okay, work. And actually someone maybe... pointed this out. Yeah. Someone like Richard Herring, who, who, who whenever so I'm on a show with him, sort of thing. no, whenever I'm on a show with him, tell, always tells the audience that his dad used to insist on calling me David Badiel. Right, right, right. right. But, so yeah, I think he right. said the joke only works if, if you pronounce you did, yes. it as, as... But even that yeah. doesn't work. No deal is better than, David, better, better than Badiel. Doesn't really work either. It has to be bad deal, which in fact no one no one calls me David bad deal, unless no, you're trying to do that. I joke. think there's some latitude given, isn't there? Yes, no, I, I think you say no yeah. deal is better well, than Badil. Well, obviously there is because it was so big. Everyone I think, it, I think it's fine it. to say no deal is better than Badil for the joke. Yeah, I know what you mean about it looking better it written down because it doesn't yeah. raise those questions. Yes, it doesn't raise those and, questions. And, yeah. and anyway, it was that, huge. that tweet mm. went got like a hundred thousand likes. Yeah, uh, and then they tweeted about it. Uh, they, they they did a thing about it in the Times. And then I tweeted about the Times talking about it, and someone wow. pointed out this is ridiculous. Yeah, that's you know, a sort of snake you know, eating yeah, its own bum. Exactly, snake basically. eating its own bum. Mm. Uh, anyway, mm. I'm going to be on uh, Sports Personality of the Year. I'm not going to be doing either Lady Stardust or Chalk Dust. I'm mm. going to be doing two lines. Um, <laughs> and the reason I went to the dentist right. was, and that was to come back to what we're talking about, is because I thought, well, I don't want my teeth to look shit because I'll probably be opening my mouth right, more so than I would normally because yeah. I'm singing. Right. Normally, when I'm just talking, I don't. Well, probably people do notice. I don't think you. Yeah, people, I don't think you were. People, I, 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 I talked about this with Ricky. Hmm. I don't really notice teeth. It's not the thing I first notice in, on a right. face. But my my wife always goes on about people's teeth, having good teeth, and had gone on to me uh, at some length about about how she didn't really fancy Bowie anymore once he had his teeth fixed. Uh, and that isn't I, why I went to the dentist yeah. this morning. But it did make me think. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be on. 
you know, it'd be bad enough that I'm going to be singing terribly mm. in front of 12 million mm. people. I don't want them also to be saying, and he looks like Albert Steptoe. Mm. So what after the Ricky conversation, yeah. well, actually before it, so actually the opposite of what I just said, okay. um, I was listening a lot to stage. Yes. Which, and we talked a bit about it with Ricky. Um, yeah. Stage is the live album... As you know, yes. but for those listeners, why not? Live album, nineteen seventy-eight, Post yeah. Heroes. It's that tour that I saw. Actually, it's the Isolation. And, and you see, tour. and one of the reasons I listened to it because I know you saw it. And I think that's incredibly cool to have seen it. He's in his post. He's, he's I don't know what drugs he's taking, but he's post the sort of crisis now. And he's, he's taking that. No, drugs, I think it, well, he sometimes he says that in Berlin he did take loads of drugs. Right. So I'm not quite sure. I, mean, right. I thought he went to Berlin partly to clean up. Well, that's yes, but I've also heard seems him an odd say idea when I think about Berlin in the seventies. Yeah, and also, seems... but he talks about going to sort of transvestite bars. And yeah. until six in the morning, and I—I I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm imagining. Don't you, imagine there's any drugs there. No, I shouldn't think so. <laughs> They've got, got enough, on, to clean enough up. on their plates. Yeah. Um, so, so he's very cool. He's doing that whole European craft worky thing, and the gig, as you know, and the album is absolutely fantastic. And there's so much cool stuff. But obviously, as always with Bowie, there's some incredibly cool stuff, and there's some slightly puzzling stuff. Mm. And the two things, one's a really small thing, and then one is basically, unless I've missed it, there is a song where basically Coco the Clown is playing keyboards. Okay. And that would not be Not like Garson. I, don't, I think it's Coco the Clown. Okay. But it's not a story I've ever read about, so okay. let's right. see. So okay. the first one hear that. is a tiny thing, which yeah. is he starts a song, which is one of the most recognisable intros to any Bowie song ever. Hmm. And I think it's just interesting to me, the audience take quite a long time to sort of basically and as a Bowie fan you're always looking for sort of like oh you're not that a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Not much of a Bowie fan. I'm thinking, yeah. So I'm not going to test you because it's so obvious. You can I mean, test me. Well, you will know what this is okay. within seconds, I okay. think. Um, there is a bit of crowd noise anyway, but it's not the sound of a crowd okay. loving something. Okay. So this is, this is the song. Five years. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't need any more than that. No, I know, so if you years. like that, you want to cheer now, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. Straight. I'm cheering. It's you're five cheering, years. Hooray. Yeah. It's one drum beat and you're cheering. Yeah. Whereas they, they don't take that long, but they take too long, in my opinion. Okay. 
pushing through the market square. Oh, but no, this is a thing. <laughs> so that you're actually talking about a thing that I've is noticed. that real? No, no, definitely real. But mm. it's a thing. Mm. It's very odd that you've come up with this because mm. I have thought this many times. Right. Which is that thing of mm. listening to any live performer, mm. live singer, mm. when the audience clap. I mean, I've always thought it's quite mm. a funny thing anyway. Yeah, that it is. I actually associate it much more with kind of Vegas and exactly, Lounge and Sinatra. And Sinatra all, yeah. doing my way yeah. or whatever. That, that, that's that thing of like, oh, yes, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Particularly as a comedian, I always think like if you're doing a joke that people have heard before, they don't do that. They go, I've heard it. Yes. <laughs> they don't yeah. go, oh, great, he's telling they this one. They don't rush down to the front. <laughs> no, they don't think, oh, good, they no, go. they fuck off. Although yeah. actually, latterly, that's not true because I went and saw Python uh, at the O2 and that's jokes. And basically, yeah, people were essentially well, just without, applauding I mean, with joy because they were doing sketches that those people had heard maybe a hundred times. Right, but that's the difference between a sketch, yes. a, 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 literally a joke, yes. you wouldn't want to hear again, would you? Well, that's very, that's very interesting. You know, Jimmy Carr, for example, does punch, you know, he does often just Jimmy punch. Ca- no, but Jimmy Carr does a tour called something like the golden best of oh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Right. So he does actually do that. So maybe there is a space for it. But that's a whole other question. Yeah, well, what I do think is true that you've pointed out is that even gigs where you think like, well, it must be mainly massive fans mm. of mm. whoever this person is, it does seem that they don't really get the song till that person starts singing. It always seems the way. Yeah, like, so it always what, seems like. I mean, my way is an example. Like, the intro right. to my way is completely obvious, but it still seems to me like they don't actually applaud yes. until he says, "And now." Yes. It's like, and now you can applaud but, <laughs> because it's clear I'm singing my way. But, but, How could you not have known? <laughs> it was fucking obvious with the intro. That actually rhymes. <laughs> but, you know, you'd have thought it was really apparent. Yeah. But I think yeah. it might be either that they're very thick or maybe there's an etiquette of some sort. Maybe but it's I, like, well, I would have thought it's... We've all been to gigs. It's unbridled joy when you think, yes, the play- he's playing a great song. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't cheer on that very famous drumbeat, for mm. example. And what? But but you're but right. Then you, Maybe... but, then, but then there's a slightly weird thing that Bowie might think. <laughs> like you've cheered, way it's yeah. five years, and then he goes, you know, pushing through the market square, yeah. and there's nothing. And, yes. he might, and he might be like, fuck off, I'm doing yes. five years. What's yes. happened to you? He, <laughs> he might, might be say pissed, that. He might be pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> but in fact, everyone in the audience thinking, well, we applauded with the drumbeat, David. Did, did you miss it? Do you know what I mean? Yes. So that might be partly what it's to do with. Yes. And also, I was in um, uh, 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 watching my kid, youngest child's carol concert the other day, and there was about, I don't know, 100... Did you 100... applaud when it was like, well, oh, oh, the Herald Angels, oh. No, he did five years. It was amazing. <laughs> no, I was in... I was, there was about 100 or so parents in this church, and they sang a song. And I'm always funny about church, because I didn't really grow up with church, so it's a right. slightly intimidating for all anyone, you know, an intimidating sort of place where you feel you're slightly constrained. Right. They did a song, the, the, his, you know, kids in his class, and there was complete silence at the end of it in the way what sometimes was the song? Ch- it was uh, I don't know it was like was it chalk um, dust <laughs> <laughs> I was just totally confused <laughs> it was do you know what I can't actually I mean, it was a carol you know right. it was a carol it was a okay. um, you know you can't remember um, no I can't remember God rest you merry gentlemen let's, let's, let's say imagine. that because I'm not gonna let. Yeah. so he's up, they've done that and they're like really beautifully that's my favourite uh, they did it really beautifully <laughs> and did it really well and they were all loving it and it's yeah. Christmas and it stopped and there was complete silence like there is sometimes in the theatre or you know or in, in really? a musical you know because and and I I started the clap right. I I basically did what they did on five years there. Yeah. I just started that, right. and very quickly it took off. Yes, and uh, the whole audience is. Well, I can only assume then that people didn't know it was over. 
because that happens quite well, a lot. That happened to me recently. No, it was definitely over. It no, happened there to me recently a... at a classical concert. I went right. to a classical concert. Yes. So I'm doing a Radio 3 documentary about right. trying to like classical right. music. Right. Not going that well at the moment. Like, right. The documentary's going quite well, but me liking classical liking music is hard. Yeah. not really happening. Mm. But um, obviously one of the problems is you go mm. to, to those and it's in movements mm. and you're not meant to clap in between movements. But if you think it's over... And you might sort of want it to be yes, over. That's, you start yeah. clapping, and then like, no, no, shh, and you feel like a fucking yeah. idiot. And then that happened as well at a school concert, also yeah. classical. Right, there was like violining going on and whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I thought it was finished, and it wasn't finished. <laughs> it was just a gap in the music. And again, there was a shh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. No. But well, that, it's, so that is a bit of a problem. No, that that's a problem. But uh, anyway, the, everyone clapped, and someone turned to me and said, "Well done." For starting so, off. Oh, really? Yeah, because I think everyone felt like they're just kids, and like yeah. even if you're not supposed to. Clap. Are you sure they weren't saying "Well done" to the kids? <laughs> You've taken that well I, done. They might have been, you come to might have been like directing it to the stage. Yeah, uh, no, there was definitely at me. Well done, felt, brilliant, well done. Oh, he's slapping me for clapping. Oh, that's what Tim thought. <laughs> it's not possible for other people to get compliments when I'm in the room. I think it's all me. But well so, done for starting the applause. Um, so at I your started children's the applause at the carol and service. I feel good well about that. That's and, good. Um, what think, was the other thing? The other thing is Coke of the Clown. Right. So this is the essence of Bo, isn't it? Because I I think this is an incredible. This is incredible. It's soul love. Yeah. He does soul love. Okay. And it's beautiful and it's cool. I'll just play you a little bit of the intro. So it's a really cool version of it. His, it's quite his... um it's late. It's got that thing though, which interesting enough, even when, you know when he was doing Heroes and all the rest of it. I think what he did with the old songs was 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 a young Americans thing, don't you think? Yes, yes, so I what agree he tended with that. Because yeah. he he didn't he didn't do what he might do, although there is synth on Ziggy Stardust, but he didn't do what he might do, which yeah. is to craft work them up yeah. or whatever. He tended to go with kind of slightly funky as he's doing yeah, yeah. version, of, and there's a very funky version of uh, Rebel Rebel. That's I think, right, yeah. on this as but well. But I think it's beautiful, and his voice is deep, and he's as you say, it's, no, like it's fantastic. Young America, so it's incredibly cool, and it's the sort of European canon, and everything's great, and he's wearing that incredible bom- bomber jacket. And then we'll see what you think. Maybe you think it's in keeping, but I think then Coco the Clown plays <laughs> the solo. Okay, he's created a solo because there isn't a idea. Yeah. So, and I've never read about it, so it may not be Coco. It may Clown. not be Coco. Um, but okay. it's absolutely mad. Let's hear it. Solo. Here it comes. That is absolutely is that, ridiculous. That's not piano, is it? No, it's like a. It's a weird, what is it? It's like a synth. It's a synth, right? It's of not guitar. Sort. No, 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 no. Well. I think it's a synth. Because obviously Soul oh, yeah. Love at that point is a guitar synth. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... It's, it's, it's probably it's, synth. It's probably a weird 70s synth. synth. I mean, it's absolutely I mean, can you ridiculous. Play, can you play the Ziggy Stardust thing? Yeah, yeah. That might throw some light on it, because yeah. basically what I'm saying is if, if the whole thing was like, generally I'm moving to synth rather than Yeah, but than even guitars, if he is, that is a ridiculous solo on a very cool song. Let's just hear that. Did he, at the end of this, did he say, Ziggy played synthesizer? Because <laughs> it's not guitar. Let's have a listen. No, but sure. I know. I'm no, sure but I always didn't. like the way he ends it, because sometimes he ends on, Ziggy plays guitar, like yeah. that. And sometimes he goes, Ziggy plays guitar. And it depends yeah. what mood he's in. Yeah. I'm, None of those what do you think it is? exactly <laughs> like I remember him doing it. But... That was me doing it, by the way, uh, not Spotify. Okay, right. yeah. <laughs> um, do you think he goes down or up? 
I well because I because it's such an unusual version of it, I can't call it. He made it go like Coco the Clown. It's a very that's the best extraordinary version of it. I mean, it's sort of an X Factor thing. You know, in the X that's Factor, there's the always Lewis a point style. at which which someone thinks I'll do a really long note, yeah, and that will get Simon Cowell on his feet. Yeah, it was a bit like that. Yeah, yeah, not no. that necessarily that's what David was thinking, but that's. A I didn't bit. like it, David. I yeah. loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The number of that too. That's the longest note. That's incredible. Well, Ziggy a very, played guitar that it, I've ever heard. But it's your point about the young American's voice. He's found that voice in this yeah. period, hasn't he? And he's confident with it. Yeah, because it's, some... it's it's very synth. The whole thing. Having said all that about the Young Americans thing, actually that is very synth. So I wonder if that is more, in a way, more heroes. <coughs> One thing about Coco the Clown, by the way. Yeah, just, you, we, um, we don't think it is. Well, Coco the Clown died in 1974. Uh, his right. real name was Nikolai Polyakov. Okay. Um, no relation, I believe, to the TV playwright. Um, <laughs> Nikolai Petrovich Polyakov. Uh, right. And he, um, it says here he was the foolish character who was always on the receiving end of buckets of water and custard pies. Right. Um, which is like, sometimes that's I think, a, I wonder why Wikipedia bothers. That's quite a like, legacy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we know, we know what a clown is, Wikipedia. Maybe but um, anyway, he I'm, died in 74, so almost definitely that was 78. He didn't play the piano, right? There or synthesizer. I agree. I agree. I know what you mean. It's a. It is a slightly zany version. It just seems the, uh, played on. But, I, but remember, and we have. We've never played this actually because mm. I, I think because it depresses me too much. Mm. But but I have always threatened to play. Maybe we'll leave it till the next mm. one. David Bowie and Peter Frampton. Yeah, uh, walking around. Oh, I yes, think yes. Barcelona. Yeah, we should do that. Uh, having fun in an mm. incredibly unfunny mm. way. It's 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 the worst uh, yeah. example of David being a Wally. <laughs> and said. which he could be. Uh, and but I, the reason I bring it up mm. is that this was seventy eight. Mm. The vocoder and that. So yeah. I wonder if it was that. I wonder if what you've just yeah, played was a vocoded be, guitar. There may be something in that. Although that's that sounds very like <laughs> <laughs> that sort of ducky noise. <laughs> sounds like what? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like that, doesn't it? That, that, by the way, wasn't Spotify. <laughs> Again, that wasn't the um, Coco the Clown solo. Well, <laughs> I'm if you did develop a sort of odd sort of stutter and it happened on this podcast, that's the first time it's happened. Well, it'd be terrible if I feel happened, like that happens on Sports Personality of the point. Year. <laughs> you know, I think I don't know whether to point it out. Back, 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 back. That would be terrible. I would feel like I don't want to point it out and Bella and I should have a quiet word afterwards and say, there was a, it was all fine, but there was a bit in the podcast where you went, wah, 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 and I just wonder... Whether yeah. it's was it the dentist was it the it anaesthetic might have been, yeah, or the, the voice the um, teeth went a bit funny the other thing with the live the oh, final t- well no I was only going to say as Jimmy Cricket test. said it's, and there's more <laughs> it's, there's a there's a test I've been listening to lots of him live and Jimmy Cricket this, uh, yeah lots okay. of Jimmy Cricket live <laughs> who was on what was Jimmy Cricket on oh surely he's been on one of your programs. new faces wasn't he was he was he <laughs> originally he was on new faces I think like, yeah. they all were right like right, every yeah. single comedian right. from the seventies was originally on new faces but Jimmy Cricket. Who some of our listeners will have no idea what we're talking about now. Let me just very quickly. Well, even was he? Was he an impressionist? I can't no, remember. he was a comedian, but he right, was but one was of those comedians thing? in the seventies who had like such a sort of ridiculous persona that you kind of think like, what is that? So he he wore a funny big hat and and then Wasn't shorts rolled up. No, shorts rolled up. Right. And he just said, "And there's more a lot." Here he is. <laughs> It said, clean toilets ahead. And it took me nearly three hours to clean them toilets. 
Beijing Gemini broke down, you know, and I fell on the motorbike. Give me a lift here. Yeah. I said, fell on the motorbike. Come here. That's the first time I've been on a sidecar. He said, I don't have a sidecar. <laughs> I said, no wonder I'm out of breath. <laughs> Quite a good joke, a good I joke. think. Good joke. I like that. That is a good joke. Well done, Jimmy. Um, but anyway, Jimmy Cricket, uh, mm. why did he come That's up? That's a funny joke, isn't it? It is a good joke. Why, yeah. did, why did he come up? He came up because... Um, I literally can't remember. No, no I have no idea. Bella, can you remember why we were talking about No, idea. No, 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 can't remember. No, she's, no. she's dozed off ages no, ago. I honestly don't know how <laughs> we... Like, like sometimes we Coco say... Bits, the Clown. We say bits that are really quite funny on this. Uh, Coco the Clown? I'm just going to say that, that we... we right. We say bits that are really quite funny. Right. Every so often I glance at Bella to see if she's laughing, and she friendly never is. Now, I don't know if that's because it's not funny. She's thinking about the edits. Or because she's not really listening. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, you do laugh yeah. sometimes. That's true. Yeah. Occasionally, she laughs. At you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I go whack, 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 whack. She always laughs. laughs. Yeah. So you did notice you did that. I'm yeah. relieved. Um, so, what's your? Lo- I need. The, we've, we've, time I, is running out. I need on the this plug, podcast. but I'll just do a quick test on you. Yeah. Because I was listening to um, another live album where he's not as impressive, as in David Lott. Well, no, it's Cracked Actor. Which is, is that an actual album? Yeah, or is it's that gone up like on Spotify. A, okay. It's but I don't know. So that's think, from when? So that's like seventy. I think it's like sort of seventy-four. So it's post Aladdin Sane. It's yeah. the Alan Yentob year. It's that. I, I wouldn't call it the Alan Yentob years. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Alan, it's, but I don't know if David yeah. would have called nineteen seventy-four the year he released Aladdin I, Sane. The Alan Yentob years. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, yeah. it was the year that he. When I look back. If I could be, if I could like do have Ricky here to do the impression. Yeah, like I'm eating a banana, and yeah, uh, yeah when I look back at 1970, I always think of it as the Alan Yentob year. Alan year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, we, 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 we can't do it. We can't do it. So, but during, so he's on drugs and he's all over the place, isn't he? And then the one question you ask, there's lots of questions to ask about Bowie at that point. Um, but one of them is, does he do a German or a Scottish accent for what for song? For about three seconds. Okay, it's very pronounced. Okay, and I thought when I heard it, I'm going to find it. Sorry, I'm just trying to find. All young dudes. When I heard it, I thought, oh, well, that's a Scottish thing and harks back to my meeting of him and maybe there's a secret message in there. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what uh, Tim was talking about there, he met Bowie mm. but didn't know he was meeting Bowie because he was a child, not mm. Bowie. Uh, no. Tim was a child. Yeah. In the Edinburgh Hilton. Was it Edinburgh? Uh, it was Edinburgh, yeah. yeah Edinburgh yeah. Hilton in 1973. Uh, yeah. And his mum... Uh, remembers David coming in with his entourage, mm. Mm. Uh, so maybe maybe it, well, it, finally it was, a message to you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, was, it would have been around that time. Yeah, but I think it might be German. It's hard to know. It's okay, just, it only happens briefly. It's an amazing intro to this. Does this? Have you heard this? He does. That's proper clapping. They don't even know what it is yet. <laughs> okay, so he goes. Hang, into hang on, I love that. Okay, we'll keep going. Well, at a certain point, he's going to go into an accent, right? And you just got to say what it so is. So he did a sort of weird do what yeah, yeah. thing, yeah, like a sort which of... he did do quite a lot around that time did, with yeah. Driving Saturday and all yeah, the rest yeah. of it. I think I might have heard it. I can't remember. It's kind of soul thing, isn't it? It's a sort of Luther yeah. Vandross type. Although, thing, is this right? the version that you go on about? We played before with the saxophone. No. Well, no. um, oh, I can't remember actually. You might be. Do right. you remember ages ago? Yeah, yeah. You, it you might have a weird. A, you played me the comedy sax. Oh no, that was on Moonish Daydream. No, it's on Moonish Daydream. Yeah, yeah, but we did talk about him playing the sax yeah. on all the young dudes. Yeah. Well, so on the single, he plays the sax, and I've never liked it. Mm. This doesn't have it. This okay. is a brilliant version, by the way. Okay. Highly recommended. Cracked actor. Loses stealing clothes from unlocked cars. What do you think that is? He doesn't do it again. Well, 
Is it Marlene Dietrich? If, if I'm going to be genuine rather yeah. than going into the comedy idea that yeah, yeah. it's a coded message to you, I think I know what it is. Sort of. Uh, which is, if you listen to that, yeah. obviously all the young dudes, the original version, Mott the Hooper version, and indeed his single version, mm. is very glam rock. Yeah. But this version, about 1974, yeah. I would say is influenced by what he was into then, which mm. was kind of Brecht, vile, sort of musical yes. theatre time. You know, if you think yes. about time, it's very piano-led. Yeah. It's very, and everything's slightly overstated and yeah. slightly like, you know, like character-based. Yes. And I would say that's what he's doing. He's sort of doing all the young dudes. If you imagine the way he does time, it's got a lot of sort of screeching in yes. it and slightly over-the-top yeah, vocals. Yeah. I think that's what he's doing. But he, it he, sounds amazing. He literally does it once. Do it again. Loses stealing clothes from unlocked cars. Wow. It might be a message to me. I'll tell you why. Yeah, probably is. Yeah, I think it was because sometimes when I do, I don't like doing vocal warm ups. Right. But I have to go on stage, as you know. Right. As you know, I'm singing um, Chalk Dust at the <laughs> Sports Personality of the Year. And I don't like doing vocal warm up. But the only thing I'm prepared to do is roll my R's. So sometimes I sit okay. alone in a dressing room do going. And I was doing it with like every R thing. I was sitting wow. on my own in a dressing room going, radical reason to roam around. I mean, in like completely ridiculous way. And uh, it could be, I could have thought about doing unlock cars. Yeah. I couldn't do it just then. <laughs> unlock cars. Yeah, that would be a good What does it, what, what is that supposed to do? Just loosen, just loosen you. your tongue, I think. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So that you don't. That is amazing. It also reminds me, of course, when you told me how to say Spice Girl. By saying space ghetto. I mean, it's worth doing that again. Space, space ghetto. ghetto in an American accent. Sp- you have to say it over and over again. Don't you? Space ghetto, no. space ghetto, space ghetto. No, you, you say it once. Space ghetto. Space ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> She's laughed. Space. Bella's laughed. I can hear Bella laughing. Space ghetto. That's because it's about Spice Girls. It's her era. <laughs> space ghetto. Do you want to have yeah, a go? Yeah, that's Bella? quite good. Do you want to have a go? Space ghetto in an American accent. Space ghetto. Yeah, yeah, it sounded it's like, brilliant. It's brilliant. So... It does. By the way, we haven't explained it for anyone who didn't listen to the right. podcast 17 years ago. That's apparently how you say Spice Girl in a Glaswegian accent. Yeah, but really Glaswegian. So maybe Bowie was trying to do that. Space Girl. But maybe yeah. he's trying to do that. Yeah, but I think I think there's a Marlene Dietrich thing as well. I'm, yeah, I'm wondering. Yeah. Um, but he just does it for those two words. That's what's interesting. He never does it again. Can you just play it one more time? Yeah. Loses stealing clothes from unlocked cars. Oh, from and cards. And then it's it, from and cards. It is, I have to say, it it's weirdly like what I was doing the other day, because what I was doing the other day was just thinking of words, and then any time there was an R, even if it was in the middle of the word, I yes. would try and roll my... I'm not suggesting that... Well, yes. maybe I am. Maybe this is what mm. I began this podcast mm. by talking about, which is Bowie calling to me. I know you wanted it to be you, mm. but I think it's mm. me. It could be. From behind the... It's one of us. From behind the grave... <laughs> <laughs> and saying that's that's right, David. Keep rolling your ass, and it will help you to your vocal warm-ups. <laughs> what a load of crap! <laughs> Thank you. We'll be back with another episode next week. Thank you very much of stalking time for the boobs. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.